Welcome everyone to another episode of Afrolit. Once again, my name is Bobo and I am your host and I'm with the beautiful Aqua. What's going on guys? We are back and yes. ready. This yes, is such are. I feel like April is our spicy month. It is. You this know? one's another spicy Right. Month. We're just having spicy conversations it all is. the way through. But yes, do you want to lead us in this lovely conversation? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So today we want to talk about, because you know, on social media, we're all public figures now. We're all right. content creators now. All content creators. But what does it actually mean to be a public figure? What does it mean to be famous? At what point are you famous? Right. And let's also talk about dragging culture. culture and clap back season. Clapback season. Shade room. All of that. That has come about because right. of meme the culture. of public figures. Right. So, mm-hmm. mm, Equa. What does it mean for you to be uh, to be a public figure? At what point is someone? At what point do you consider someone to be a public figure? Ooh, that's famous? so interesting. Okay, I think let's steer it in the ways of mm-hmm. being a public figure because I feel like, you know, the moment you have like the K on your Instagram, like people <laughs> revere you, you know, in some way, shape, or form. Because I mean, really? that means at least you have ten thousand people who follow you, right? Give or take. You oh, know? you can have one K. Oh, we won't say K. K. Yeah, okay. We won't say K, though. <laughs> <laughs> that K is very... Okay. <laughs> okay. No, kidding. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I think let's steer in the conversation of uh, being a public figure. Okay. Because fame is very subjective. Like, I feel like within certain markets, there are famous people. Like, I'm... Just for example, I believe there are very famous people in Korea, but mm. we, being that we're in the American culture or yeah, American we market, we have no idea who they are, right? Facts. So, like, fame is very specific. Mm. Whereas being a public figure, meaning you have a certain following, you can like you can have a higher following, or you could have a, you know, a smaller following. Like yeah. it doesn't really matter. So, in that respect, I feel like now. Because we have tools like Twitter, well, not really Twitter, but like Instagram, you can be a public figure if you have a significant amount of following. Now, significant is subjective, again, depending on who you're talking to. Like, I, I think feel. when you're talking to, like, a PR agency or, yeah. you know, just someone who works in the marketing industry, like, now, if you have, like, a million followers, it's like, okay, you can charge certain things. You can have access to certain... Mm. Um, what is it? Events. You can get invited to certain openings and whatnot. Word. Whereas if you have 10,000, it's like, okay, you know, congratulations. That's cute. Keep working. Lol. Yeah. Keep working, you know? I feel. So. <laughs> keep working. I, right. Keep working. With a smile, though. But keep working. So for me, I think that as long as you are aware of your following mm. and you're doing work, towards like maintaining that following you are a public figure because you have people who revere you who look to you for certain information whether it's just to find humor Mm. or to find you know your personality in like what's going on then you technically are a public figure you know and you're just out in the public domain how do you feel interesting i mean for a long time i really did feel like the phrase public figure and the concept of fame Mm -hmm. were exactly the same thing. Mm. So 
you know, I'd see a lot of these like influencers on Instagram right. and they have 15K and their title is public figure. And I'd be like, lol, really, nigga. <laughs> but I guess, you know what, like you said, I think it is quite subjective. And I think even for myself, because right. you know, I'm interested in doing more public speaking engagements right. and, you know, I'm segueing into the TV industry now. I think it just makes sense for me and it serves me mm-hmm. to sort of perceive myself in that way mm-hmm. so that I can execute my strategies exactly. in that way. Exactly. Uh, what does it mean for me on a social, socio-cultural level? Yeah. I don't know. And this sort of like came to light recently when, and I want to hear your opinion on this. Definitely. Let's go. Because quite often, people just steal my work. So if you don't know this about me, I'm a visual artist. And, you know, I'm a self-portrait photographer. I'm a content creator, etc. Right, right, right. And so, of course, I put my art out Mm -hmm. on the public domain, being the internet. And people feel... Your portfolio, you know? Yeah, you know, it's like my portfolio. And people feel very free and open to take it and use it as they wish. Last week, I discovered I was on a cover of a book. Lol. <laughs> a book that had 2.2 million views. Wow. Um, the month before that, I discovered I was on an album cover. Right. Lol. <laughs> Um, without uh, none of this happened without my permission. Like literally, imagine just scrolling. Literally, I'm and just scrolling. Suddenly, the, like, I just see, see myself <laughs> on an album cover <laughs> that is being sold and made by a DJ. Wow. But I did not know. So I see myself on an album cover randomly. <laughs> wow. Had no permission. Was not even asked. Not even know about this. Oh, could you imagine? I've also seen myself on T-shirts on random wow. Chinese sites, <laughs> like, selling like the selling selling the, the random swimsuit thing. that literally. you think you're gonna get. Yeah, you're just gonna get some random literally, African print. Literally, <laughs> can you imagine? Oh my gosh, um, that's such a scam. And just like on random websites, blogs, whatever. So to a certain extent, I've just accepted that this is happening. Mm. It's you know it's the internet whatever right, but I found that I just assumed everyone would agree with me that this is wrong, and you can't just like take my image and my work and just use it for your own whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people actually were calling me dramatic, wow. um, were telling me I'm being extra, were asking me like why are you dragging this innocent 15 year old girl she just thought you were beautiful and wanted to use you on her book cover why are you mad and i'm just like listen bitch i don't <laughs> give up i don't care how old you are i don't care where you're from i don't care your ge- i don't care if you use my work right for your benefit whether or not you're monetizing off of it you're still benefiting off of my labor right therefore credit me and pay me and for me, it's just that simple. Right. It's just that. But a lot of people's arguments are also, well, if you're now a public figure, you can't be mad. Right. This is the life you chose. Right. So I feel like now there's a different expectation for, I guess, like how you carry yourself and how people are supposed yeah. to perceive you. I guess now... I just find it interesting that people feel like, well, if you're a public figure, you're out, then I'm you know, entitled you have to you. you yeah, know, like, why would you, you be just mad? Exactly, expect it. It comes with the territory. Right. And I'm saying no, just because someone has a bigger following, it doesn't mean that like now everyone 
is entitled to their image and their likeness. Like they're still human beings. I think the other the follow up question I want to ask before I give my response mm-hmm. is: Do you feel like now? Because I would kind of say it's kind of like a form of counterfeiting. You know, yeah, like it's not like something because you haven't endorsed this book or exactly. album cover. You exactly. know, so it's it is a like a way a form of counterfeiting. So do you feel like it only improves? the like visibility of you as a brand absolutely not interesting because and the reason i say that is because a especially if you're not crediting me Hmm. not only are you using my image out of context who's to say that i even want to be associated with that book it was a book about romance and love whatever it's called peach kisses whatever who's to say that that's the type of content that I as a brand want to be associated with Mm. and that's the issue with stealing people's work is that not only you're not just taking a piece of art you are stealing that narrative that that person's identity and you're recontextualizing it for your own pleasure like you strip away so much Mm. when you take someone's art without permission Mm -hmm. so that's why I do think it's a deep ass issue for me, I think because I work on the behind the scenes, so, you yeah. know, I'm the person who's like formulating with the lawyer, like, how do we, <laughs> how do we now drag or attack this person behind this, the person who has stolen mm-hmm. your client's work, right? So for me, I think, again, I agree, it's absolutely wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that it's, it is, as you've said, it's a form of counterfeiting. At the same time, depending on how you spin it, and I think this works more so for fashion brands, yeah. when someone counterfeits your bag, it is a form of marketing, you know? Oh, yes, in so, that sense, yeah, yeah, in that respect, you know, like, let them, we can see how far they're going to take it, because mm. sometimes people will do that and then add their own one little color and then make it seem like, oh, yeah, this is now my own bag and I'm going to charge $400 for it. Yeah. And it's like, well, no. (laughs) But Well, the art world, I know, the art world is very interesting. Um, But what I will say, though, is that I want to... I think we live in a time where because we're consuming so much content Mm. and just photos and visually being stimulated so much. Word. I do believe that there is a form of just laxness that people have developed in terms of like screen because you you can so easily now just screenshot, crop, crop out your name, crop out your head, crop out anything. Which they love to do. Right. And then just now put it somewhere. So in that same way, do you feel like it's enough? Because you've specifically said, you know, you want to be credited and Mm -hmm. you do want to be paid. Word. So do you feel like in the context of even just like this young girl, you know, if she wrote an appealing letter. Pay me, my nigga. Pay me. So even if she she approached you and wrote you such a nice letter and was Mm -hmm. like, I love this image. This is how I'm going to use it. This is the crop. Like, it's not showing you. Would you st- and she's like, I don't have any money, or same yeah. thing with the album cover, I don't have any money, but I will credit you, you know, like, can I use this? How would you still feel? I would be like, here are my rates. Wow. Please proceed accordingly. Interesting. If you cannot, then fe- there are so many images on the internet. If you can't, it's just, it's like any service, but I'm running a business here. If you can't afford me, then move on to the next person, <laughs> is how I feel. Okay. You know what I mean? I guess then the question comes up, because one thing I did see, I didn't read into the comments too much. Yeah. But one thing I did see is that some people were, like, racial. I don't know if you racialized it. I or, did racialize it. Yeah, so, like, let's talk racial. about that, because I don't understand how you mean that, you know. I mean, I understand the larger sense, like, you know, 
obviously colonizers when they came to yeah. all these African countries they did take mm. some of the masks and art shout out Killmonger Word. but like it's just you know like that's something that was historic like that was done in the past and that was very specific oh Do and you it, think in it the still same applies? way that mm-hmm. Because these weren't necessarily white people taking your art. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? So... In the same way that slavery didn't end, everything, all of the constructs that were created by slavery also didn't end. Mm. And one of them is the entitlement and hyper-possessive of black bodies, especially black female bodies. Yeah. And what I mean by that is when I even look within my own industry Mm -hmm. and I look at my white counterparts, they don't have to deal with the same issues. Or maybe they do, but it's never to the same extent. Okay. And so... Even to go as far as to say for a brand to approach, a brand is so much more comfortable asking me for, can I work with you in exchange for a product? But they'll think twice before asking a white influencer that, Mm. or another white artist that, another white photographer. They'll think twice because also there's the assumption that, oh, she's black, she probably knows nothing about intellectual property or whatever. I see. And there's also the assumption that black artists are desperate we already there's the assumption that we're all broke Mm -hmm. we are all desperate for anything and we'll take any exposure and so because of that they're so much more inclined and this isn't just like huge brands although they're the number one perpetrators but this is everyone there's just a general just a general disrespect and i just find there's a general difference with the way that people respond and engage me as a black Mm. artist as opposed to how they engage with a white artist Mm -hmm. and this is why i don't i don't necessarily see of course it happens to everyone but this is also why the kardashians can build an entire empire off the backs of black women Mm. and that's why they did it's not even like this is a hypothesis they did and it's working yeah and that's it also that boils down to the entitlement that white people and society at large has over black Black. bodies black Mm. art black property as a whole Mm. you know interesting so many i think so many factors yeah it's interesting because i just i think it's hard when you know it's now something that's within the The community you know or within the culture so because i would like to believe that now you know that i mean we know who the artist what the dj yeah i mean we don't know him but like we know of him and we know that he's a black guy you know and then the same thing with the the book like she's a black girl Mm. so it's like these are two people who are you know, at a larger general speak, generally speaking, yeah. they're a part of like the black community, right? I and mean, so yeah. there's that sense of like Ubuntu. I guess that they're expecting from you. Your you get people what I mean? should make you, not break you. You, in fact, you as a black person That's should I'm be the first to pay me. If they were to approach you, still pay me. Everyone has to pay me. Whether you're white, Asian, <laughs> everyone has to pay me because it's my labor. <laughs> 
and that's how I feel. I said what I said. Wow. Because I do feel like because there is, you know, there's different levels of, I guess, desperation that some black artists are at. Like, mm-hmm. I believe when everyone is starting out. And I don't know at what level yeah. the, this, you know, book writer is. You I know, mean, she yeah, could be 15 she's, she's not even making money I mean, off of it. You know? there's a kid who's selling lemonade to Whole Foods and she got, I don't know how much, you know? So, right. like, business is booming. If business you, is business. You know, business is business yeah. and business can be booming you know we don't know Mm -hmm. to what extent these artists are making it Mm -hmm. or breaking it right so that's why I feel like if they humanize like I think we have to humanize the response so like Mm. these you are a human being this person who's writing the book is a human being but this is business this is business (laughs) this is business there's also this idea that art is just art it's just for funsies it's pure yeah it's fun but it's also business because this is part of my brand so pay me (laughs) there is labor that goes into taking and creating every single piece of content that i make so if you Mm. use it for your benefit pay me because you wouldn't walk into louis vuitton and just take a fucking bag and go and feel like that's chill because there was labor that was put into making that bag, even if that labor literally cost mm-hmm. them $2, which right. it did, and they are <laughs> charging you $20,000, right. which they are, you will still, bitch, bitch. <laughs> so respect me. So you don't Pay me the same feel respect. like if a person or like, you know, because I wouldn't necessarily say that these are brands. I wouldn't yeah. call this writer oh, she's or this definitely DJ not a brand, yeah. a brand yeah. right? So when they human, if they humanize the response to you, you would still what send- do you mean humanize? So the like response? they, you know, they kind of send the plea, like, hey, you know, I love this photo. This was yeah, that's absolutely- what both of them did. Oh, they did send yeah. you messages before, previous to them posting. Oh no, it. not previous. So after I call them out. Okay, yeah. So I'll yeah, start with the talk, DJ. Yeah, let's start with the DJ. So the yeah. DJ, I DM him. No, I didn't even DM him. After I called him out right. and people were tagging him, right. like, run her we head all, check, right, you know? Right. He DMs me and he says, hey, I really, I just love the image. Um, I'm sorry about this. I had a graphic design firm. You know, I outsourced this labor of my album cover to a graphic design firm. So if you have any type of issues, just take it up with them. And I was like, hi, that's really interesting. These are my rates um, to be on album cover. Just to have my image used, these are my rates. And he was like, oh, I think you should take that up with a graphic design firm. So, and then he gives me the information, so I do. And I'm like, hi, you guys use my image um, without my permission, here are my rates, kindly pay me or take it down. And they're like, hey, um, we don't have the funds to pay you, but we'd still love to use your image, we really love it. And I was like, once again, these are my rates, kindly pay me (laughs) or take it down. And they ignored me, and the image is still there. I know the image is, the image way is still there. Still you know? there. So it's like there's no point in me even like suing them because they're broke boys. They can't even afford. They couldn't even afford to pay me in the first right. place, and they won't even be afford. Won't be able to afford the damages. So now we move on to the book cover. Right. It's this girl. So she DMs me, and she's very apologetic. Right. So so apologetic. 
in very sweet and right. very much like hi i'm just a 15 year old girl i'm so sorry i don't know anything about this type of stuff i just saw your image and i just thought it was beautiful and i just wanted to use it i'm so sorry right and i'm like that's amazing thank you for your apology i'm very glad that you know you even took it upon yourself to apologize um i do charge to be to have my images used no fam i do charge to have my images used oh um my goodness. and so she she took the the image down and she used another one right. and i was just like just take this as a, a um a, a learning lesson. lesson right obviously i'm not gonna sue you i mean that wouldn't be worth my money or anyone's money like obviously i'm not gonna sue you but if i was someone else i could you know come for you in so many other ways so just take this as a learning lesson and i appreciate you taking my picture down lit it's done and that's the energy i'll have with anyone whether you are a billion trillion dollar brand or you're a homeless person pay me wow because it's business i understand i get where you're coming from approach me the same way you approach mark jacobs but I still Even feel if like you're they black. steal. I still feel like they steal from Mark Jacobs. You get what I mean? Like I still feel like people will screenshot and now copy and paste. You know, like oh, but people it- will definitely think twice to put Mark Jacobs on an album cover. A Mark Jacobs oh, image? Oh, oh, okay. Oh no, they'll okay, think five that times. Because okay, but- let's let's bring it down too. Because mm-hmm. like I feel like that is the that's those two instances are very specific. Yeah. But I think what happens on a day to day, or at least to like you know people who are out in the public's figure is yeah. that you know their image gets taken or they do a photo shoot mm. and now it's getting reposted to all these different oh yeah websites. no that's a different so yeah, like how do you vulgate so how do you feel about that that credit me i mean it's true so if you repost my image on your instagram page right. i mean it's it's an instagram page it's a credit me just purely just out of respect and on if my, they don't if if you don't i'll call you out why the fuck aren't you crediting me Okay. Credit me, fam. <laughs> um, but it's not like I'm going to be like, hey, me, run me by yeah, my money. You know, I yeah. get the nature of Instagram. But when you are creating a piece of content and you're using my content within right. that, that means you're benefiting off of my labor. Anytime that someone benefits off your labor, there has to be a transaction made. Hmm. Because that is literally how the this is we live in a capitalist society. Then that's how it is. Right. I mean, the market pays for value. If I'm adding value to whatever it is mm-hmm. that you're doing, you must pay me. On my YouTube page, if I use someone's music that's not royalty free, right. not only do I credit them, they also can they can also get paid monetize. from they can monetize from my video mm-hmm. off of ad revenue. Right. One hundred percent get all of the ad revenue and that's just purely 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 just out of respect and youtube for the other artists youtube i think is very strict on enforcing that too like i don't even think you have to like i think they'll run the check to the guy who or the person who made the music because they'll know like oh this is future song okay this is not Equa's song Facts. so we're going to now Universal is now going to copyright this video yeah and, and make, monetize off of right, it right exactly and I think that's fair and I think so that's let's fine keep too. that same energy with every <laughs> single artist Kendrick Lamar you want to use Lena Iris's let's discuss but that's different because they didn't use her content they used her idea 
they used her, I think, even aesthetic. I feel yeah, like she coined that look. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, and I, I was even discussing this with a friend, um, just to like sidetrack for a second. Mm-hmm. When we were discussing this, I think they were assumed, as you've said, you know, there's this kind of sense that like black people are desperate or like black people will just yeah. say yes mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. So I think they already created the video and set before they even asked her. Oh, of so course. then they asked her, and they're like, "Hey, girl, Name we going to do this." Name one time they've done that to a white artist. I'll wait. <laughs> Name one time anyone has ever disrespected a white artist like that. Please let me know. And I then think they have, but racialized. I think the white artist has then taken them to task because I remember Nikki, not Nikki, or there was I don't know if you know of this photographer called Dave LaChapelle or something no. like that. He's done work with um you know he's a photographer yeah and his look is very specific yeah. and i'll try to find the link so it's tagged in the bottom mm-hmm. in the description box but like he is a f- like a white artist who is very quick to mm. sue or to call it. out or to you know like press back yeah. you know and there's even now but like just finishing the story for um lena mm. like they assumed that she was going to say yes. Oh, of course. You know? Of so course. there was, I believe that was what the problem was. And, mm. like, the director for that video was white. And so he, I think, you know, I think the team, everyone just assumed, like, this is Black Panther. Everyone yeah, is going to say yes. Everyone's going to say yes. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> I'll say yes once you run me my check. Which is unfortunate. I mean, yeah. I don't even think she wanted the check. Wow. I think okay, she was, yeah, I think she just said no. Don't use, I don't want it to be used. Well, why do you think that is? I have no idea. That's some other tea. I mean, mm. again, again, artists, I get, as you've said, it's a business. They're entitled, you yeah. know, they're entitled to say yes and no. I mean, Word. it's unfortunate that she just said no, but I think that she simply just said no. Like, I don't want, mm. I don't want to be affiliated. I don't want to be associated. Maybe she doesn't really, she didn't want to be affiliated, you know? Maybe. So, yeah, she, yeah, has, we, she has her own reasons and she's entitled to that. So I think, as you've said, um, there's this sense now, I think at a larger scale, like artists understand it, mm. understand like, you know, this is a business, this is intellectual property, mm. but I don't think within our own community we understand it. And I think... It becomes an individualized situation. I want to talk about this, you know, this problem within our community. Yeah. Because I also feel like something that I really don't agree with is, oh, well, we're all skin folk. Right. Yeah, we're all black. I should get a discount because I'm black. Exactly. In fact, we should be having... You know how we have housewarming parties? Right. We should have business warming parties. I saw that. So that when, literally, (laughs) when you start a business, the whole black community comes to pay. Right. You know, like, like, let me give you my check. Right. I, I mean, it's complicated because at the same time, too, Mm. it's these black bodies that aren't privileged, you know, like they don't have that, like, disposable wealth to just, like, spend on unless whatever. It's, unless it's Kanye's new <laughs> The Yeezys just dropped. I mean, I think that's a different that's a different conversation because now it's like black people will hype. Black people can hype up your business. Black people best hype people. Don't hype me in the world. But like in terms of actual no delivery, that's what we're lacking, fam. We don't deliver. When you as say a deliver, general do you group. Mean like when you say deliver, do you mean 
like the like check pay. yeah like that's pay. why until yeah. we keep the money circulating within ourselves there are gonna be no checks <laughs> and i think another another reason is that i feel like there's also this idea because of internalized racism a black person would rather by and large rather support a white luxury brand over a black up-and-coming brand regardless because there's also just the assumption that like oh the owner's black nah it's bad quality not everyone obviously i'm generalizing right but like but just the internalized racism runs so deep mm. and it's like we can't we can't afford that we need to keep our money circulate circulating mm. within I, our communities i believe that and i think the problem that some a lot of these African brands lack is just like that hyping, that PR, you mm. know? So it's like Gucci has infiltrated into every facet of black culture. Facts. You, the fact that we even have a song called Gucci Gang. Facts. You know, the yeah. fact that <laughs> Balenciaga, you know, like, they ra- like rappers will rap about this thing, you mm. know? I feel like African brands, whether it's a paycheck or not, you have or unless these artists ask you uh, to pay them or not i feel like you that is a really a really lucrative investment for you Mm. because the moment you have people singing about your song or like making it into a hit song or whatever people are going to search for it and look out for it i do believe that representation matters you know so like having stuff like omondi on a TV show is really important. Having Macchio on a TV show is super important, whether or not that's the stylist seeking them out specifically Mm. or the brand, like, literally stalking these, you know, movie (laughs) makers. Because it's like the moment you infiltrate culture, Mm. that's what will turn into business sales. But it's unfortunate. I don't believe that all African or black artists believe that. I think they're just, like, create their art and then expect to put it on Instagram and, like, hope that that, it will turn into sales, you know? And it's, like, I don't know how they expect (laughs) their business to be booming when, like, Gucci is, I mean, of course, they're a luxury house. They've been around since, Mm. like, I don't know, the early 1900s. So it's difficult to compare yourselves to that. But now with, like, the whole rise of African artists, you would assume that they would take advantage. I mean, I think Nigerian artists are taking advantage of that and doing a really good job, mm. but I don't think South African artists are. Like, Ooh, how come? Speak on it. How come Babes Wodumo is never? You know, like that's true. Like Nigeria. I was telling um, someone this the other day. No one is more patriotic than Nigerians. (laughs) Literally. And that's the energy all Africans need to have. Need to have, I know. I feel like, look at how Nigerian art and culture is just booming. Right. Especially, like, the music industry. Right. And it's because they really hype themselves... You know what I mean? Like, right. Nigerians go to each other's concerts. Right. Like, they're going to WizKids concert. Like, right. They, they're for this. Right. I don't really see that happening, even in South Africa. You don't think so? I feel like South Africans would rather look to the West than to, to... To hype it. Yeah, until a white person hypes a South African brand, mm-hmm. artist, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
our own people aren't they're just not cool with it just, let's talk specifically care. about hype culture because mm. i feel like there's this it's like a formula that black people have created like we hype something up or what? we you know use something in a creative way mm. a brand like gucci or whoever a lot of these um, upper luxury houses will take it you know rebrand it mm. add their logo to it and then repackage it for like six to seven hundred dollars you know like even yeah. something as simple as like you know the uncle church shoes the really pointy ones <laughs> like gucci had a version of those that were like seven hundred dollars you know and they're I'm sold dead. out so it's like who creates hype black girls black girls on instagram i believe that 100 percent. this is this is the cycle of art and culture in right. society black girls will create whatever trend it is mm-hmm. you know amongst ourselves we'll be doing it buzzfeed refinery 29 let me call them out BuzzFeed, Refinery29, Dazed, ID, are all looking, always, constantly. They're just on black Twitter right. every second of the day. Right. They'll pick something up. Oh, this is trending. Bet. Hop on it. Designers will pick it up. Right. Mark Jacobs is like, oh, Bantu knots? That's what we're doing? <laughs> Lit. Let's make it fashion. They take it. Take it as their own because, again, the entitlement that right. white people and society at large has over black property. Take it, and it's now their own. Right. And which black girl got their coin? But Name one black girl who how, got their coin. How do, how do you coin in that situation? That's you the know thing. what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's almost like, well, I guess it's the system, but it's mm. just almost fairly impossible for because like is okay who's supposed to pay who in this situation like is because refinery 29 or days or any of these publications that found the trend are mm. they then supposed to seek out whoever yeah to, like, instead of you uh, like i don't even know do what like take the boat i don't even know like how, how but do it's they... like so let's take the lena victor example let's right say. that's just an, it's an aesthetic now right. let's say now yeah. it's, it's mad popular right so instead like, of yeah. you to mimic that within your own team why not hire lena why not credit lena even if you know why not ask her if she you Mm. know i mean it's the the line between original art and like my art you know it's such a thin line it's so thin but there's just some things that are just mad obvious Mm. like obviously black girls created bantu knots (laughs) you know what i mean like obviously chloe kardashian stole from that designer Right. You know, clearly. Right. So instead of you pretending that's your own creativity, why don't you collaborate with her as a designer? Interesting. Why can you not share? Why can you not collaborate? Right. Like I guess it's the again, it comes back to this situation mm. where like, you know, they see the rate and they're just like, Okay, we can't afford it. Or I mean oh, they maybe can. Chloe they Yeah, Chloe, yeah, Chloe mm. and whatever is just like, Oh no, why? Why should I? You know, I'm telling you, if that designer who made the the sparkly ties, right. I even forgot her name. The dazzled, she, I don't know her name. Yeah, if she was white, she would have gotten all her coin. Chloe would have wow. gotten her on board. It would have been a joint collab, or at mm. least like 
my collection was inspired by this, you know? Mm-hmm. They would not dare. They would never. They would so never. So let's bring it back because especially in that situation, mm. if it were not for like dragging culture, I don't Dead. think it would have made it. I think because that, that whole moment mm. became a moment on Twitter, like the Chloe versus this designer feedback. So let's talk about dragging culture. I want to hear your thoughts. Yesterday, uh-huh. I watched a video on um, Shan Blood. Shan body, yeah. And I don't know if you guys follow her channel, but let us know, Afrolit family. Yeah. And there was a meme that was circulating. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're trash. <laughs> there was a meme circulating of just how someone's um, YouTube up next algorithm was mm. set up for her videos. And um, basically, the first video was I don't know if you've seen the meme, but it was. The first video was, oh, uh, our open relationship. And, like, you know, the video caption is just, like, her and her boyfriend. And then the second video is how I got chlamydia. Dead. And her face is like, oh, my God. You know? So, you know, because those two videos, like, the person who screenshotted and put them together and, like, the the caption was, like, yikes. You know? (laughs) So, obviously, it's insinuating, like, oh, if you're you're in an open relationship, you're going to get chlamydia. Mm -hmm. So, she had, she made a video on it because a she felt personally attacked because it went viral (laughs) i mean we even got it (laughs) like you know i won't lie like i laughed like i don't i didn't know you know i didn't know who she was at that point and um but yeah the internet took it and it just went everywhere fam like and then people felt entitled to call her different names they were calling her a slut whore you know just all of it wow so she in this video a showcased like what her partner thought and her partner was just like you should just laugh at it like if you were outside of that situation you would laugh at it you know it's like crazy how someone's algorithm youtube was set up maybe you don't even know how far they manipulated it they took several screenshots and then put them together the internet and you know photoshop has like endless possibilities so you don't know how they created it but the fact that they did a just more visibility for you and you know just keep it moving keep pushing but she was not letting it go she was like you know i created this safe space for people to talk about sexual health and like stuff like this is just what stigmatizes it and people feeling entitled to call me different names you know Mm. because people went in they were you know just like that keyboard courage just in they were going in fam so (laughs) for me i felt like she talks about about topics that are very taboo within like black people or just at people which is amazing which which is is awesome and she has a huge you know following within that and so not that it should be expected it's not supposed to be expected it's unfortunate but the fact that these things do tend to happen Mm. to especially you know quote unquote beautiful women i think that it's Something that she, A, should have laughed at, maybe commented on, like, made, like, one tweet, Mm. but dedicating her whole time to create a video about why (laughs) she was mad, I feel like is so unnecessary. Really? Because it's just, like, now that's going to encourage trolls more. Like, oh, we can get her to react like this? Bet. Now, next time when some meme comes out about Mm. her, 
we're going to ravage her just to see what next video. Like, people's psyche is so crazy. Like, they literally, people will respond or say something just so that they can get a response out of you. And I feel like in order to, like, counteract that, you make one broad statement and engage with the people who because there were people who were also defending her so now Mm. what does that what does that say to the people who are defending you you the fact that you dedicate a whole video towards your haters you know what i mean like yes you acknowledge the ones who were defending you like for 10 seconds in that video but the rest of the video was dedicated towards the people who obviously don't care about you so it's like there's people who who are vouching for you engage with them like the not everyone has to like you and then those who like you or who don't like you who engage with you just like i think that's nothing that you can do of course it's easier said than that i definitely know if i were in her position i would have cried i would have gone all my girlfriends like we just had to cry and like but for me thinking now when i'm thinking strategically i would have not made a video i would have engaged with it once on twitter and keep it moving and keep making my videos and keep killing it and engaging with the people that I love and yeah. those who are making comments about it or bringing it up because it will die. At some, how many memes SpongeBob has come and gone? Like, you know, like SpongeBob memes keep coming. Like, we move on very quickly, fam. But I, I want to know yeah. how you feel. But I just think, like, it's such an emotionally charged situation that I feel her. And I think she's really valid in, like, feeling hurt and feeling angry. I mean, I have a follow-up question for you. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think that, you know, being made into a meme... Personally, if I was made into a meme... I might just find it funny. Like I, I mean, it depends on the context. Yeah, I mean, it's about my sexual, like you right. know, like I wouldn't. I know I would get upset. I would yeah. cry about it. I'd be annoyed. But but then the comments that ensue after that, like oh you dirty hoe, I would definitely be more. I would come for it, especially knowing how I am and how fiery I get when I'm angry. Like I'm coming for every, despite the people who are like right. I'm with you, this and this and that. It's so hard. On social media, like, even right. when you get a thousand comments that are like, this is beautiful, I love you. Right. That one comment of someone being like, you're disgusting. <laughs> that's the one you remember, fam. And <sighs> it's just, like, human nature. Like, I that's know, just our I psyche. Know. I know, know, it is our psyche, yeah. But my follow-up question for you is, do you think making memes out of people is cyberbullying? Is it a form of bullying? <laughs> In the words of Tyler, the creator... <laughs> Close your eyes. I hate you. Just close your eyes. (laughs) Wow. What do you mean? Literally, like, Mm. I feel like we do as human beings, like, we have to step away from the matrix. You know, like, you Mm. can't expect everyone to always be on your side. Oh, definitely. And that is okay. You know, like, if but someone a makes meme. a meme about you and it's not funny, it's very personally attacking, it's very yeah. triggering, you know what you do? You uh, you delete it, like, from you, because you can delete, not other people's tweets, but you can delete mm. it from your own tagging. You delete it, you block or mute that person. But it's like you're and triggered you close now. your eyes and you leave. You can't, it just, you it close can't, especially the app, you're a public close figure. your eyes. You can't close your eyes though. <laughs> Why can't you close your eyes? You close because your it's eyes. Everywhere. <laughs> close your you're eyes. Not, you, you can't unsee it. A, the damage is already done because you saw it and now you're triggered. Exactly. And B, so that's why it's like it's, rather it's than engage now. with it more, 
leave leave it leave it on red. Leave I mean, it, but but the it. question of is it bullying? Like, are you being bullied? For me, if it's not blatantly calling you like a call to like evil action, so like blatantly saying like, oh, you should jump off a river. You should jump <laughs> off, you know, like calling you to commit suicide. Okay, in this situation, do you think that, that she Shan was, Booty was cyberbullied? Yeah. No. Why is that? Because she, in the context of the work that she's doing, mm. I think it's something, unfortunately, that she should know is there. Not that it should happen to her, mm-hmm. but know that people get stigmatized and even just rebuked. For talking about taboo topics such as sex and sexual health mm. and why you know women and men need to use condoms and things of that nature so I think it's just people's own personal issues with the fact that she's so confidently talking about these topics yeah being projected they had that opportunity now because of this viral meme yeah. to actually say what they really truly feel rather than actually specifically attacking her for the meme. Yeah. You get what I mean? So I don't think that it was cyberbullying. I think that people just took this as an opportunity to be like, oh, it's an open forum? All right, bet. I'm going to write whatever I feel. You know? So I don't think... I don't think it's cyberbullying. I feel like cyberbullying comes into play when it's now literally calling calling you out and calling you to like... Because, you know, there's people who literally get messages where it's like you know i hope you die that's cyberbullying but i think cyberbullying exists on a spectrum so i would argue oh. that she is being bullied okay i would argue, i'm not saying that every time a meme is created it's bullying but i think in this very specific context in this context i, I definitely think like yeah. it's bullying but i also think like and this is why i left twitter i think not only has like dragging culture which is a form of bullying not only has that been normalized it's it's also like romanticized in a weird way like people will say anything for a retweet I even know. at your expense as a human being know. you know like you could be just minding your own business you know it's like the time when the slump flower posted a picture with like you know her conros and like bare face whatever right. and her caption was still a 10 right and the way that especially men, black men i know just were like still a 10 where you know right. like all the like You're that ugly. is that that's dragging bullying. that was definitely right. bullying. that was unnecessary like who asked you like this is her twitter on her page like, word like no one asked your opinion she's, yeah exactly she's a 10 but at like, the same time i also feel like bleeding. someone taking you know something is although yeah she did put it out publicly that okay i have chlamydia, chlamydia right but then now to take that and like make it a joke you know, I, mean, I I would say it's bullying. I like, think yeah, the, I love okay, it. So I'm trash too. <laughs> okay, so you even believe the meme, like someone creating yes. the, and screenshotting the meme was bullying yeah. too. Oh, come on, fam. That's yeah, just super. Oh no, my God. Because, but she's, look at her. She's hurt. She's crying. She's screaming now. She's been bullied. <laughs> Regardless of, intention is so irrelevant in the face of actual results. Right, I Which know. just means that if I accidentally shot you i didn't intend to my intention was not to shoot you but that doesn't negate the fact that the bullet ripped through through your flesh and and killed you all right so 
Is it killing because I didn't intend? Is it not killing? I mean, you I will go to jail to. for. I mean, in this country, you will. But like, you if rules worked, you wouldn't go to jail because it wasn't like intent. You know, and you had a good lawyer. Like it would be like your intention was not to kill. You were just using. But an even armed, like just outside of the law. Arm. I mean, as you're like that's human. trash. Yeah. Because like, why were you playing with a gun? But then at the same time, it's like there's also no way of proving like what someone's intention was. Exactly. Know what I mean? Unless it's a kid. Exactly. But I'll, not to get like sidetracked. So right. You no, know, it I might not be the intention. Then what is humor? Like, I don't like. But can we not be humorous without dragging people? Am I guys? Am I sensitive? Yes. I know that I'm a very emotional. Person. You are very. You not very sensitive, but you are sensitive, which is fine. I think. Yeah. I think I'm very okay. I don't necessarily think I'm sensitive, but I know I'm very emotional. So am I? But in this situation. I can sensitive, see guys. the humor. I can really see the right. humor. Like this is someone's you. For you you though. could not have. Create. You could not have premeditated this. You know Word. what I mean. Like, this is humorous. You For know? you, th- it's not. She's not. Fu- she's not I laughing. Know, <laughs> she's I not know. I know. But it's like the humor is there. <laughs> okay. So, so if something is funny, it's not yeah. believe. It's wow. <laughs> if you understand that there is humor within this, then like, no, it's the same way that like Jesus and Meryl made jokes about. Um, what is it? His, the D- no, DJ Envy's wife and him cheating because they went on a public forum. Or not yeah. cheating, but, like, they went on and, like, his wife staying with him for money, you know? Like, yeah. he made a joke about, like, oh, she's just with him for the dollar bills, you know? And, like, he got really mad about that. And they apologized. And then it's like, all right, keep it moving. Like, their job is to find humor in everything. Right, but at the expense of other people. Well, not always. Ways, but, but at the yeah. expense of. And that doesn't make it right, though. You know what I mean? But that's why I, th- I think, but like, then, a like lot But then, like, everyone of, is trash because we've always, we've all laughed at something that is not yeah, at the extent of something, say- somebody else. So, right. like, I feel I like we should accept. We should just accept that this is going to happen. You know what I mean? I mean, I've accepted and left Twitter because I don't want to be part of dragging culture. Like, I karmically <laughs> don't want that. How is it and karma just, now? Oh, now I'm going to have bad karma because no, I laughed at, <laughs> at a meme. Oh, my God. No, I'm not saying, okay. like, you all have to, like, live by my philosophy. But wow. I could feel within myself that, like, I don't want to be a part of this culture. <laughs> like, I don't feel good dragging so- Like, wow. I just don't feel good. I feel like trash. I don't feel good. Someone. Like, I don't drag. I don't think I've ever dragged someone. Mm-hmm. But I do find the humor in it like when someone else gets like i can see where it comes from you know especially when there's like like oh the there's this whole trend of like tell me something i don't know and then someone's like you realize like these are all the last days you have or you know like every day could be your last day or something stupid and crazy like that drag i mean but they're making fun of the fact that she's posting a video anyway Twitter is very specific in its humor. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I feel like it's a but dragging sense of culture darkness. Is very, very specific. Right. It's a sense of, like, depression. But then there's also, like, ha-ha. You know? Like, it's... And that's why I can't fuck with it. I, I just can't. I mean, I get that, like, depression is now a trend. It's been romanticized. Yeah, it's glamorized. I, I mean, know. it's problematic. But that's Twitter that for you. so problematic. And I also don't yeah. want to be part of that culture. Because I just feel like if I'm trying to flourish and, like, be on an abundant process its frequency than like this friction with like where I'm trying to be and where Twitter is mm. and then there's just also the culture of like 
this person has no edges let's drag her like do i want to be part of that this person has chlamydia let's drag her why like why are we dragging? i mean that's like, what i'm saying like if you why? don't want to be a part of it you can delete like you know what it's like oh okay i'm not dragging her it's the same right. way now people are dragging sabrina claudio yes yeah. she said things that are messed up but like if you don't want to that's also drag like, her too then like you can delete that you don't have to see that right but then Create that's also like she's racist like she hates black people you know what i mean <laughs> So it's like, no, no, I'm not engaging, but I get that. I get that. It's drag. the same way, like, Kim Kardashian is this summer going to have boxer Convo. braids, yeah. you know? And, and she's going to go. call them boxer braids. Yeah. And people are still going to drag her. But that's her also for just part of her PR campaign. You know exactly. What I mean? That's what I'm saying. She lives off of the dragging coach. So it's like, how, you know, it's like, for some, it's profitable. It is dragging. It, it's in the same... Cause she could feel... She's like, what if she creates a video and it's like, you guys are personally attacking me because I call this style boxer Yeah, but braid, she is literally... And I don't want to like call them Kim, boxer braid. I don't want to like call them cornrows. minding her own business like, and then getting dragged. Kim is intentionally <laughs> appropriating an entire In her eyes, her own she's profit. not appropriating anything. She knows. You How know many times I mean? does someone... If five billion people are telling you you are appropriating my culture and it offends me, and you say, "Well, fuck," all, which is actually literally what she's done. She's like, "Well, fuck all of you. I'm gonna continue to do it anyway." <laughs> the response to that, I have black children. <laughs> we cannot call that dragging because the response you've offended an entire culture. You know what I mean? Like there's so many. But little she nuances. feels dragged though. Right, but it's clearly <laughs> her offending a whole culture of human beings. It's like if I go and shoot up a whole school, am I going to be like, I'm really offended that you guys locked me up. Like, right. I just don't feel like I should have been locked up. Right. I would, you know? Right. No. Right. Like, you know? I know. I know. I just <laughs> think it's just. It's interesting because I just feel like dragging culture. We've just taken, you know, what people used to do in back in the olden days. But does it make it right? Does what legacy right, make though? things? <laughs> what is right and what is wrong? I guess there is, yeah, if we're being philosophical, there's no such thing as right or wrong. There's only what serves you and what does not serve you. Right. So all I'm saying is, does participating or being complicit in a culture... <laughs> that is not for your benefit or anyone else's benefit it's actually at the expense of someone Everyone else, else right. does that serve you and i will just leave you with that question i truly believe that um twitter has its moments of mm -hmm. pure joy like i find i don't think i'll ever delete twitter because it's yeah. become like the new vine People are hilarious, mm. maybe at the expense of others. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I am trash because I will no, laugh. I'm trash too. So, shit. but I do feel like there are sweet gems on Twitter. People yeah. have amazing threads. There's so much to learn. Mm. I follow a lot of news. So I feel like you have to create a space that serves you. Like, I don't think the space itself will serve you if you just let it, you know? You have to create that for yourself. True, That's but I, I definitely feel. feel like every platform just sort of has its own, like, prevailing culture. Like, I think the, the culture on Instagram is flexing and opulence and, Which you know, I aspiration. Like. Yeah, so for me, I'm choosing that. I'm choosing right. the lesser of two evils. Right. I don't really right. fuck with it either. But <laughs> between that and, like, romanticizing depression, I'm just going <laughs> to choose that one. You know what I mean? So what And then, the like, Facebook is too political... I know Facebook so is just, now Russian, so yeah, like we don't even just, know who's I'm like, deleted what. That now. Right. 
So really, it's just YouTube. I really just fuck with YouTube. That's that's right. my space. Yeah, YouTube and YouTube and Instagram for you. And I just like Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I feel. And <laughs> on that note, let us know what your thoughts are, family, mm-hmm. about all of the different dragging. Have you dragged someone? What does dragging culture mean to you? I know. Will you participate in just more? Or now we know about copywriting. Do you mm-hmm. still feel like you're still gonna scream? shot images and post them to you know future books i mean magazines now you can't do that but like some random ass book or like dj mix or whatever it's really you know the choice is yours but yeah let's continue the conversation you can use twitter at it's afrolit um with the hashtag (laughs) afrolit and you can listen to us wherever